Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And we'll be doing two action reviews currently streaming on Netflix. First one, Fistful of Vengeance and Day Shift. Which one is worth the watch? Which one is a waste of time? So before we go on our review, if you're interested in saving a little bit here and there on gas on certain restaurants or certain groceries, please check the description below on how you can save. It's not a sponsor, but just try to do our part to help each other out. Spoilers. Let's talk about Fistful of Vengeance first. Let's knock that out of the way. Fistful of Vengeance is, I think, if you can correct me if I'm wrong, the a sequel or the only sequel to a Netflix series called The Wu Assassin or Wu Assassins. I think it's just Wu Assassin, uh, singular. But yeah, it's they never did a season two. And it feels like it's like, well, since we can't do a season two, we're going to do a movie. I originally liked the show. It was smart. It was kind of cool in the way they approached that genre. It was a genre mixed of martial arts, mysticism, religion, if you will, all that stuff that came into one. And it had a nice story, I thought. It had had some really good actors in there, some that we knew, some we did not know. And it did lead into a way that, yes, a season two would be welcoming. And we never got that, but we got this i'm gonna say right now garbage let's call it what it is this was such a disappointment to that show the action was okay the characters were blah yeah it was great to see them again but i fell asleep and i watched it just to complete just get out of the system complete it to do this review what about you how did you think are do you agree with me that this was we're gonna call i'm gonna call right now a waste of time i would say uh some parts of the action were entertaining. I like I, I oddly enough, I like the hotel. I remember we were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I like the hotel uh, fight uh, that was happening mm-hmm. amongst the characters. But I, the Wu War, uh, the Wu Assassin show had some highlights that were good, and bad for me. So I was mm-hmm. pretty meh. Here, instead of being meh, I was definitively meh. It was like a lower than meh. Yeah, it. it okay. I just. I would say no. It's not worth it, honestly. If you're just trying to give yourself uh, some kind of closure to the show and say like they left it with a cliffhanger, they left it where I feel like I need a season two and I need to watch this to get that closure. Mm-hmm. It still doesn't even do a good job of that. It ties into the hook for the end of season one very loosely. It's not even a, like a yeah. good tie-in. No, it's just like a flashback, like a like a throwaway. It feels like they just made that for like they made the movie and then they added that part in to like kind of connect it to. And in in that part, not good. Also, I gotta ask because I it's been a while since I watched Rue Assassin. So um mm-hmm. the the brother that survived, right? That is like, I need to avenge my sister, all this uh, stuff. If I remember oh, yeah. correctly, he almost never fought. And even when he did, he wasn't that good, right? Well, no one really fought towards the end. Then everyone did. It's like, wait a minute. How did everyone start fighting? Like only one knew the, the Wu assassin, the one who got anointed when he was taken over by the, the spirit, but played by Mark Discuscus. Uh, thank you. His fame from John Wick 3 and The Crow, the television series. Only he, did that and other, he was not even in this. 
So I don't know. I can't, I don't remember from the show if he was like done with, uh, you know, like he, he did his time. So he was able to ascend to another plane. There was a lot of confusing things in the, in the movie. Like right. there was a moment that and, like, they stole all his chi and then he does something that I'm like, wait, he still has his chi. He still has chi or is he manifesting new? Like, did he suck his life force and put it back in himself to make more chi? I don't know how that works. And, and, and that was why I was about the, about the brother. It's like, is the butterfly knife magical? I don't know. Because he nothing used it like nothing. I, I mean, I'm, there was a lot of things that confused me. Everyone knew how to fight. when No one knew how to fight. And on par so with now, him. Exa- exactly right. Exactly right. And I mean, yes, they had some action scenes in here and there. And it was sad, too. It's like the, the director of Fistful of Vengeance, he also directed a couple of episodes of Wu Assassins. So you would think that you're from the original source, not just the actors, but you have also the director. Now, granted, I don't remember which episodes he did. So maybe there were weak episodes possible. Granted, this is action. And it's not really about the story. It's more about the action than the story, right? But that to me, it, it, the action was weak. You have some moments that you said you had the hotel. I want to say another one, but I just can't really remember because there was a lot of scenes that, that didn't make sense or fighting for no reason. I mean, Eco, who is the Wu assassin, he's very charismatic. So seeing him move and do his thing, that's always great to see but overall is pretty lacking because there's times where he's fighting a group or part of the team is fighting a group and there's people just standing there waiting their turn the very old way of movie fighting when one fights a group that's circling that's circled them Wait, that, i mean that, that goes to like testament to the choreography of the fight as well like because we've seen him in like we've talked about hit uh, the first movie we've seen him in raid right and the raid well he is skilled I, for me marantu i'm saying it wrong uh give me a second here the first movie i said was like low extremely low budget movie that i saw at a film festival marantau I'm, I'm butchering it but that's the first time i seen them they came out in 2009 oh, yeah. and that was a great film and then they came out the raid and then raid he was the man of tai chi he was in other things he made a cameo in the, the star wars uh the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot. He was great, I thought, in Mile 22 with Mark Warburg. So he's done some really great stuff. But then he did a lot of movies that came straight out to Netflix with other stars from The Raid and his team of, of, of uh, martial art school. And they were always weak. He, he stood out, and maybe another character too stood out. But the fight choreography, the stories in those films were not up to par for what we saw him before, especially the raid, especially yeah. the raid two, and he got mile twenty two. So, well, I remember like the, we, we talked about that in Wu Assassin. Like we knew how good of a fighter he was, and then granted, we love Mark Dacosta, uh as, and I'm going to butcher the name too, um, as a as a fighter, but mm-hmm. as, in Wu Assassin for like I want to say it was like the first half of the season even. Or like a going off and on, they would substitute him for Mark, and like, right? And, and I get it; it was for the story and whatnot. But honestly, like, yo, he can do the fights. No, but I think they were doing that to show like who's taking control, who's taking over the body here in Fistful of Vengeance. Again, we don't see Mark at all in here. You know, you have also here in the Fistful of Vengeance, 
That's from also Wu Assassins, the one of the stars of Mortal Kombat, the recent Mortal Kombat that we thought was. I think he fought better here than in Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah, by the same token, how is he fighting? Like, there's a one scene where, again, useless scene where everyone is like on downtime, and his girlfriend from the past who's a cop or Interpol, they're hooking up, and I was like. Again, scenes not needed. I was like, why? And then he's going to fight. They're all attacking and they split up. Why would you split up against groups? You're you're stronger in numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's hot out there because everyone's sweating. He puts on a leather jacket. And you got to be styling always. Always be styling. You're coming out of the room sweating. So you're going to put a leather jacket on and then the line is going to be like, be, your skin is be sticking to that. To me, it made no sense. Maybe because the hide from his stunt double who's doing it maybe is a better way to cover maybe his stunt double had tattoos where he you know he doesn't yeah lewis tan for me i didn't care for him whatever and you know the guy you're talking about the brother lawrence cow yeah him having the knives and he's able to fight all this stuff and then you have the appearance who was the who's the girl the blonde hair juju chan she came from the right Wu assassin too right but then like it was like no purpose she just showed up I was like i'm I'm part of the bad team. I'm I'm the bad guy. Well, no, they said that she took the deal to be part of the bad guys, and she was there like when the sister died. And it's all because like she was tired of being used by the father from the Blue Assassin. But right, it, like there's a piece missing that would have made it more concise or easier to follow. Like again, the movies that Eco has done for Netflix or that Netflix bought is just a downgrade. Who Assassin, even though it was a weak show, let's be real, the series was so much superior than this movie. So uh, that leads to two questions for me. One, Mm -hmm. do you think they would have benefited doing this as a show, even with less episodes, just make it a show, fill it out? Do you think that would have made this better? It would have gave an opportunity to answer questions better instead of just doing flashbacks and oh i'm now i know i i was against you then i'm now i was with you at the end of the season and now i'm against you again because i just want money that's i'm talking about the juju Mm -hmm. she just popped up randomly it wasn't like she was the main villain going after them she just randomly popped up anywhere the antagonist made no sense either to me it was just like they hired them or they work with them then they're against them and then they're i was like what is going on? It was very hard to follow. They had like the worst plan of, uh, of capturing the assassin ever. And, and then like the brother, uh, Lawrence Cow, he had the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he had the very thing that took his chi. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, no, they were in the temple and they like they he summoned them all like in the first 10 minutes of the film or maybe 15. But like they, and then they go, I gotta go have you fight my sister. Um, so we can win together. I'm like, no, you could have just the movie. It was like one of those shorts where they're like, this is how the movie should have ended. And they would really just like (laughs) won the entire, uh, beat the Wu assassins all in one go. He was right there. But I'm just saying like, so he had the very thing that can take his chi and then, but it didn't work because Kai played by Iko still had his chi. And again, I'm sorry. It's like, I guess that we're sophisticated now when you're young, everything that, looks so cool that is believable and like wow but when you're fighting a group of people that have weapons like 
swords and blades. There are You're also not gonna survive. Like Chinese vampires. Oh yeah, that too. Like yeah, you had that. You had the antagonist of the of the girl, that one girl and her two bodyguards or whatever her they were, and they were like nothing. Granted, you kill her, she comes back. She was like a vampire zombie kind of thing. And then you have the other guy who becomes an old man. Yeah. And then they're like fall into a, a ditch. Oh, it, it 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 was uh utter mess. So that was the only my... thing. <laughs> your second thing. Yeah, I was gonna ask. What's your worst fight scene in the movie? I don't remember. I was going to say that uh, scene. The end fight scene. Oh, at the end? At the, the end. end. Yeah. Because well, it, it made well, no sense. Well, the thing me. is, they, they possessed the, the one guy. He's like, you're like my, you're like my brother. Da, 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 da. I can't fight you. They possess him. Somehow he, he summons his key, does that whole thing we talked about. Oh, okay. And, Bef- and before he go goes there. into the old man mode and mm-hmm. falls in, and they fight in the pit and they're hanging, fighting on the ropes, which is the, uh, like, and yeah. that's and that's how they win. I and I'm like, did he go into the pit by cho- the pit by choice? I'm like, I I know we're, I'm like, I'm confused. Yeah, and they're hanging like on a, on a rope, like one hand, like without like you could slip easily. And then yeah, that that scene where uh, Louis Tan he gets controlled or possessed, <laughs> and they fight, and then he backs up to line himself up with the other bad guys. Like he moves away, like he's fighting. Kai, he backs up to line himself up with the troop of the bad guys. And then he goes back against Solo. I was like, what was that? What was that backing up, posing to go forward? Because it served no purpose. I mean, visually to show that like he's turned sides. It was easy to see that because his his eyes changed. His eyes were black. That was so easy to tell. You don't have to walk back to show that when you have the visual there and then him, him fighting trying to be his boy but again like you have the thing where oh the chases were crap as well i mean it was just very amateurish this is 100 a waste of time sadly because i wanted to enjoy it i didn't know at first it was a sequel to assassin you told me it was i had no idea until i started watching i'm like wait Woo assassin. Although right. the, the big giveaway was like in the first fight scene, he does woo assassin strike. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause I thought it was like, it was almost like maybe, maybe it was because he like is a different universe and they saw the show and they liked the show. So so <laughs> like, we're doing this like like we saw Power Rangers, so now everything we do is like Power Rangers theme. I mean, I was going back and I know I cut you off and I apologize for cutting you off, but yeah. You're good. Again, the fight scenes are so cheesy. And again, when you're fighting someone who has weapons, like in a sense of a bat or a a sword or a a machete, you're going to get cut up for one. You're going to get, you're going to die most likely. Mm -hmm. You're not going to come out unharmed. And what did they do? They came out unharmed all the time especially the new girl who who betrayed them and she's fighting those in the, uh, the gang members and she's reaching out to block the strike you never do that be it real or fake you never reach out it was just so unbelievable and again how wu assassin presented itself and that only kai was the one that could do it no one else could fight and then at the end, everyone's fighting, which was like, what the hell? How? And now in this movie, everyone's fighting again. Even the the new girl, Interpol agent, who was, yeah. who was played by Pearls, she was annoying. And then they, she was like, wait a minute. What? There's ghosts? There's what? There's vampires? Okay, I'm in. I was like, 
what am I? Are you, how are you sure, in? So, you just, so quickly. For those watching, I can't say save your money. Just save your time. Save your insanity. Unless it's probably a good movie if you're high. <laughs> no, there's better. No, I uh, have a bunch of friends. Some... <laughs> and trust me, they, they'll have a lot, a lot of the go-to movies that they will watch. This is a movie you, could, you can put on while cleaning the house. This is a movie you can put on just to say you want to get something done. Okay, you, you got to get something done in an hour and a half or how long ever this movie is. Is it good to fall asleep to? Oh, I know. Oh, go. I know. I, I I I fell asleep. It's white noise. All right. So I already gave my Oh yeah. It, it's uh review. Uh, in case anybody hasn't gathered mine, it's not worth your time. So let's review on a movie that is worth our time, worth our attention. It is Day Shift starring Jamie Foxx. This is a movie similar to Fistful of Vengeance in a way that you have super beings, vampires here. Well, here's here's where Day Shift succeeds, where Fistful of Vengeance failed. Um, everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, and I mean that generally, uh, the fact that A, it has a... A, a clear, concise story. You have your main uh, uh, character. They introduce an antagonist. Uh, they ha- they show like what his driving force for doing what he does is for his family and giving mm-hmm. them money. They explain the vampires as they're going on, and, and they use the new character they bring in to in, in, give us an explanation without info dumping at the same time. And so we know there's like five different breeds. There's like mutations that can happen. Um, they have to mm-hmm. use different techniques. Mm-hmm. More importantly, what we like to talk about is the action is pretty solid. What's good about Day Shift, besides the action, is the tempo. Like you said, like the, the story you can follow, it, it breaks it down without oversaturating you. You don't get lost. Now, there are some cheesy moments, yes, but it wasn't that distracting. You just accepted it and you moved on. The action in this was pretty damn good. How was that first have, like, fight scene? With oh, the, the grandma? Yeah. Oh, the granny. Dude, that was like, again, like, that's how you set up the tempo. That's how you set the tone for the movie. Fistful of Vengeance, they just try to throw everything in the kitchen sink. Where here is like, okay, boom, these guys coming in. Like, they need, like you, you, want, you find out why he's there. And then the action scene shows you that this movie is not even though it's Jimmy Fox is not strictly comedy. And the thing is, he's not the comedian here. He's not the comic relief. Dave Franco is. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, well, of course, you have some moments where Jamie is, but Dave Franco is the, the comic relief here where Jamie Fox is the one that he's the straight man in the story. Yeah. Even the other characters are funny as hell. Snoop Dogg. But no, he did a great job. It was, like, it was no wonder why it was number one on Netflix for a while. It was number one. I think for a nice solid week to two weeks, I believe. I can't remember. I mean, granted, it didn't have much for competition around that time frame, but yeah, I want to say that sounds about right. Action scene wise, the, the granny thing was good and and bad at the same time. The only thing I, I think it was bad because the second attacker came out oh. after all that. All that noise, all that commotion, all that sh- gunshots and all that stuff. He finally comes out. It, but for it, me, it would have made more sense like the other scene where they were in the nest. That was a better explanation, like them coming out when something happens. But yeah. Right. My favorite scene, and I think it'll be yours too, is the house scene. The nest. Yeah. <laughs> is that the nest? Because the, the cave too. 
at the end is like a nest too. They all come out. True, but, but the, that's the, yes, you're right. That's the nest, right? They call it like With, the hive or a nest or something like that, right? Yeah, they go into the house. They're following, and you have Jamie Fox, Franco. You have Steve Howie from Shameless, and our boy Scott Atkins. We are doing his thing. Scott Atkins fanboys. We're not gonna lie. He does lay it down hard. They actually, the other dude from Shameless also does a good job. Oh, I know. They're you know they play brothers in this. And great casting, yeah, in my opinion. But yeah, you see his talent come out and stuff like that. Him doing his flips, and then having his—I um, couldn't help it but think of uh, Jean Claude Van Damme from Cyborg when he had the, the blade come out the shoe. Yeah, okay. That one, and there's another one too. There's another movie where the, there's a blade come out the shoe. And I can't remember right now. John Wick. I mean, it's a pretty classic uh, trope. Well, like the blade coming out there. True. James Bond. Right. But there's, a, yeah, but there's another one where it, it comes out. And it, but anyway, great, but weak in one scene when the vampire comes out and he starts doing Capoeira. I'm like, how the heck is what? Uh, huh? I think he was with Jamie, uh, going against Jamie Foxx, but he's doing all those moves. I was like, how is this? But no one else is doing it. Like, I'm an import. They're like, I came here for the day. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> regardless, the whole hive scene in the house. Mm-hmm. was good you have the deaths there's so many death scenes in there. i can't remember i remember the, one, um, the, the, uh, the those, kitchen the one the, the kitchen one scott atkins had all the, those all the, two spike spears on his back and like he would yes. take them off and they're basically spikes uh wooden stakes um mm-hmm. and then i'm like and he stabs one guy and then he pulls out from the handle literally uh, a, a sword and i'm like oh it's a sword too he starts going <laughs> at it. I'm like, okay, see that that's creative. And then the no, other the no. other brother is just like really good with the shotgun as they're going mm-hmm. at it. Jamie Foxx has some good scenes in there too, but he's kind of over. Oh no, he did. Artist. No, of course. But even though it was chaotic and kind of hard to follow, it had moments in that scene where you they're showing the action where you can really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I think one where on the kitchen table counter. Like the island, it's been a while since I saw it, but that was a really good. And you felt for them. You're like, oh my god, like how they, who's going to get bit? That's what I felt like. Who's going to get bit? Someone's going to get bit here. Who? No one got bit. I I I thought that was a scene that, like, I'm like, wow, so many of them there. Someone's going to get bit. It's got to be like one of the two brothers. That's what I thought too. I thought uh, Mike, played by Steve Howie. Howie, excuse me, I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but I thought he would get bit. Mm-hmm. Or if not him, then I thought it would be, you know, Scott Atkins. You know, he played uh, the brother, uh, Duran. One of those two. Because, again, they're not the main, they're not part of the main cast. They're just side. Yeah. My only disappointment in them two is that they weren't in the finale. Oh, that would have been nice. Along with Snoop Dogg or something like that. Because Right, right. They, they would have cleaned house. Because Jamie and, and Dave Franco and the other girl, Natasha, who played Heather, Mm-hmm. They were like they were barricaded by all those, right? Weren't they barricaded? And then then Snoop Dogg came in to help. Uh, the last they, were, they, were, with- they were essentially pinned down by gunfire and whatnot. Spoilers, of course. Uh, James Franco was already turned into a vamp, but like you know, they can only but, take oh, so oh, much damage. Whoever played his double, pretty damn good. Oh, for James Franco. James Franco. Oh my God! When he yeah, goes like, wait a minute, James doesn't know how to do, or, or uh, not James Franco, Dave Franco. Oh, Dave Franco. Dave Franco. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
the brother. That's their brother. Mm-hmm. Dave Franco, he didn't show anything. He was just a nerd, like, like an accountant kind of thing in uh, the company. And what you were showing, I was like, wow, that's some really good, like the, the transformation of Vampire gave this much powers to him. I mean, I guess I can go back to that Capoeira guy in the hive scene, but no one else did it too. That's why I'm, that's yeah. where my dilemma goes in. There's no consistency. Still fun, just no consistency. And it was cool because they're showing that he's still learning. Like he's not full strength. He's turned, but not, he doesn't know his abilities yet. Yeah. This is definitely worth the watch. Multiple times. Yeah. Now, granted, I do say multiple times. And well, we say multiple times, but there's so much to watch. It's so hard to watch things multiple times, especially when we're trying to review stuff here. I mean, if it but was like I would on definitely... auto, like, it, you know how Netflix automatically plays stuff for you. Or I came to like a friend's house and it was on the background of the TV. I would watch it mm. uh, in and in, in no. saying I've watched it before. So for me, that would be a multiple watch, especially for that opening fight scene. Action scene with Granny. Did Definitely use, uh, the hive. A high use of contortionist for vampires. Yes. Which well, I thought it made was clever. Sense. It made sense for that. I do think the weakest scene was the finale. Oh, uh, with the big bad and her yeah. assistant. Well, the assistant was cool because it was uh, with the assistant it was two on one. True. And it was with it was with fellow vampires. So that I can understand. And that makes sense. But with her having the strength and speed that she had. Do you think granted, there, should, there should be more of a, uh, a challenge? It wasn't really in a sense like, well, in a sense, not for her. At the end, she lost her head. She lost By her using head. the same trick he did with the, at the very beginning. Correct. But we didn't see that because we didn't see how, how he did it. Because it looked like he just walked from the cave hallway right onto the main stage, if you will. We didn't see him set it up or have time because like, how do you walk that far and not set it up and not be seen setting it up anyway yeah that's the thing i, I don't know i mean it was in, in comparison to all that we had all that we've witnessed i just felt that was just a little weak in comparison true i mean the bowling alley scene was awesome as well oh with the jocks and the cheerleader yeah yeah that was great too i mean it, it was really done well and that you know again suspenseful you don't really know what to expect and in this right in your face and fast and intense but yeah, that was a great scene as well. And then they come up like in a lot of movies, sometimes that happens. They put everything in the buildup and then the buildup is not as. It doesn't feel yes. as, as heavy as it should be. Well, in a video game, right? You have the, the big boss who is almost impossible to beat. True. But then you have all these mini bosses. You know, what comes to mind is Metal Gear Solid, Punch Out on Nintendo. Like you have all these challengers and then you meet mike tyson and he hits you once you're done you have to be you have to be you know use strategy you have to move and and time it correctly to counter and things of that nature that's where how it should have been in my opinion here those things should have happened those challenges should have been there and build up build up build up maybe get something that can help weaken the big boss besides just cut the head yeah, because since Granny was actually the daughter of the big boss and vampire lore, the older you are, the stronger you are. Yeah, right, right. They yeah, they, like- they allude to that too. Like they talk about how like the teeth, uh, the serration right. of the teeth. The, uh, mm-hmm. It's like a tree stump. I couldn't help but also think of Vamp. Do you remember that movie? 
Yeah, I remember, man. I wonder if that holds up because I used to love that movie a lot. And I was watching and thinking about Lost Boys. Yes, it has that too. Yes, there was risk here because of, of the wife and daughter. Yeah. He should not be able to get up and walk away. Yeah, he was getting worked over pretty hard. Like she threw him like a clear 30 to 40 feet. And he, he got slammed. Right. No, not until, was it a wall or a rock, like a boulder? Like, I mean, is there the much things- of a difference? <laughs> It was a stone well, boulder, but the, no, well, the boulder has shape. It's not flat. True. So that's what I'm saying. Like he got up and easy walked away where if you're in a fight like that and someone who's that powerful, you're limping, you're pissing blood, you're, you're swelling. And that's one of the things I have like a problem with since like you and I martial artists or were martial artists and we competed even working around the house and we hit our hand or or we twist an ankle, things swell up. That like in the movies, nothing really swells up. They get like a little touch of makeup here or uh, yeah. prosthetics of like a cut or something, you know, but they're always okay. I call that the hero effect, you know, like, like James Bond, right. he'll like fall off a train, train explodes, <laughs> all this other stuff. He comes back, picks his cufflinks, like dust the, uh, takes, takes his, uh, dust off his shoulder and he's good to go but that's what that's constant mm-hmm. and i think there's other movies that that, that that have done it but one recently that i've seen was the gray man yeah with, with Ryan gosling and chris evans that movie great action by the way and i'm, I'm surprised we didn't do a movie on that we should have done a review on that um, i'm surprised too we both watched that the action was great but his character stabbed shot but he's still alive but he's he is acknowledging it. He's like, yeah. can you stop talking and please get me to some medical attention? <laughs> it's like, can you please get me out of here? All right. So I think we gave our review during our review, our final thoughts. So day shift, worth the watch. Yeah. Fistful of Vengeance, waste of time. Great. Even Kim was like, you finished watching it? So... <laughs> She's like, it's like, why? Even Kim had to ask. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. We're on the flight. I had 45 minutes left to watch. So I was like, why not? And I was like, Ugh. anyway, that is our action review of not one, but two movies, Fistful of Vengeance and Day Shift, both currently streaming on Netflix. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Alan. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.